Welcome back to High Vibrations, where we're going to elevate here for Wellness Wednesday. We got Sam here. Hello. Hey, Sam. And we got Bruce. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. So, um, kind of got like a variety of different questions here this week. Um... We're going to start with, what has been your greatest adventure up to this point? Mm. Mm. That is a good question. My greatest adventure up to this point, I think, would be me moving out on my own. It has been an adventure. All the things that I have been through, all the ways I have grown. Definitely an adventure. And it's one of the biggest ones. I feel like it's pushed me in a more positive space. It's more peaceful. That is true. I think for me in my case, I would say like doing the things that I always said I wanted to do, you know, like, oh, you know, I want to go here, did that. I want to start going to concerts more, did that, Mm. you know, oh, you know, I'm going to start living selfishly. I definitely did that. And that's word to the last job that I left the week of my birthday. Um, Mm. Yeah, like Mm. it's just been an adventure these last couple of years, especially like post-COVID. I feel like this is the most fun I've had in a long time. Absolutely. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that for you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, I would say my greatest challenge um, would be being a parent, raising children. That would they don't come with instructions. Mm-hmm. And um, to watch them grow and see them succeed. Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, the icing on the cake on top of the challenge. Okay. I don't have any yet. But watching my goddaughter and my niece grow and get older. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam got her little niece now. I do. My little kitty cat. Yeah. My little attitude queen. So sassy. Mm, fresh off the woman already rolling her eyes. I said, yes, rolling girl. I said, because what you do when these... I said, because what you do when these bum-ass niggas press you, she roll her eyes. I'm like, period, girl, period. <laughs> <laughs> and that's two snaps, Miss mm-hmm. Kay. <laughs> you got to teach them young the possibilities are endless. So, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what mistakes have you seen other adults around you make that you plan to avoid? Shoot, what do I begin? That's simple. Smoking crack. That part. Yeah, you know, um, I'm from the crack era, you know, and um, 
to this day. <clears throat> There's a lot of people who use and abuse uh, drugs in a way that it completely takes a toll on their life negatively. And uh, to watch them experience that, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to mm-hmm. go through that. Like, so we literally watched it all go down. Like we were born at the tail end of it. So like you watched, you yeah. know, our people go from doing like great things to like one little white rock just fucking everybody up. Destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. Communities. Destroyed everything. Um, mm-hmm. Misplaced families. Uh, you know, um, I have family members who were strung out and addicted to crack cocaine and that right there was or seeing you know some uncles who were full-blown alcoholics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was one of my things you know what i'm That's saying it, yeah. it's yeah. um going on in my family too mm-hmm. so you know I, I, I took heed took mental notes so i'll drink some any but i ain't gonna get mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not like that. Yeah. So. Okay. Sam? Oh, I would say there's a long list of, like, things that not only, like, I've seen personally with my parents, but, like, with other people. Like, I've told y'all before, you know, there's a certain someone that, if she ever comes at me sideways, it's up on its steps. But, um, you know, I just don't like the fact that, you know, people, when it comes to their children, it's almost as if they don't like them or they don't want to be around them. You know, like mm-hmm. if your child is coming up to you excited, like, mom, 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 look, I did this, did it, and you're screaming at them, telling them to shut up and whatnot. It's like, you're not supposed to do that. Like, you just broke your own child's spirit. Like, they'll never tell you shit again. Like, you're supposed to speak life into your child. Even if that's not your child, you know, there might be a niece, cousin, whatever. Y'all need to speak life into these babies. Like, Y'all don't, they don't need tough love. Like, the world is already going to be tough on them. They need to know that someone's going to be in their corner for them. Mm. So, for you to be like that, for you to beat your child just for something as simple as filling a glass of milk, it's like, do you really think that that was the best possible thing? Like, was that realistic? Like, is that how you want them to see things? Like, oh, when they mess up, they need to be afraid. Like, I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah, we just learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's like if your child messes up, first of all, you shouldn't be beating their child, period, because, you know, they're learning things. You know, they haven't been on this earth as long as you have. They're learning, and that is not the way you do that. All right, you make the master proud at this point. It's like, uh uh-uh. You say, oh, I want them to fear me. I want them to be disciplined. Why would you want your child to fear you? Don't you want your child to love you, to respect you? That's not the way you get respect. I agree. Um, I think there has to be a balance, you know, um, but my dad, I love my dad, like, you know, he was the epitome, like, my pops was like God in my eyes, you know what I mean, so, like, the term, put the fear in God in you, like, that was my dad, like, I was scared to death of him, but I loved him and respected him and revered him just as much as I feared him. Mm-hmm. And it was a balance where, you know, like other people couldn't tell me what to do. You know, I'm like, man, fuck you. 
You know my dad. I'd be quick to be like, um, my mom. Right, you understand what I'm saying? And you know, it like I knew that if I got caught doing some bullshit, my dad was gonna fuck me up. But I chose to do a lot of dickhead shit. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if my dad caught me or found out, you know, I just, I feared him that much. I knew the repercussions, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, I loved him just as much as I feared him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I did the same thing with my children. But more love. I'm, I'm way more delicate with my kids, you know. My pops used to whip my ass regularly. Um, I think I probably whip my kids' ass. I never touched my daughter, but my son, a handful of times. That's about it. So. Yeah, I feel like um, they have to understand that it's not... I don't want to say it's not equal because it is equal, but I have more authority. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. It has to be that respect. So I can agree to that. Um, one of my other biggest things, other than the alcohol abuse, mm-hmm. was seeing a lot of women um, having children at a young age when they weren't ready. And that was something that I never wanted to do. And I did not. I'm 27, no kids still. And staying in like relationships and marriages where you did not feel loved at all, it was just like, oh, like, girl, you ain't even getting no money out of it. You just got misery with gray hairs and some ugly ass kids. Like, <laughs> like Wayne and Jean, you could have left that nigga. Like, the children they do not. Like they just like we're staying together for the kids. Like girl, fuck them kids. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I think it would be better for them to see their parents actually happy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, like, I refuse to stay somewhere that I'm not loved or wanted. Like mm-hmm. faking it is just not it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they'll be able to tell anyway so exactly because like you yeah. may not think that they watch them but they can tell y'all ain't happy they can tell mm-hmm. you know yeah absolutely something's going on i mean like you know as 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 as, as you know like as a parent you would want to uh display like for my daughter i wanted to display acts of how a real man should treat a woman you know what I'm saying? And she had to see that with the actions that I was doing, uh, not only for herself, but for her mother as well. Mm-hmm. You know, her aunts and her other cousins and stuff like that. So she knows, you know what, my dad here is moving like this around women. You know, not to say that I, I need a man just like my dad, but, mm-hmm. you know, he should be able to conduct himself around women as such. Exactly. And, you know, th- that says a lot. You know, but mm-hmm. as far as like anyone being in a relationship that they're not, you know, entirely happy, and um, it, to me, I think it depends on the relationship, how long the relationship is. Um, 
do people go through dry spells in their relationship? Couples do. You know what I mean? Um, it's not always peaches and cream. And that's just with any relationship. Even in a friendship, you may go time without speaking to one of your friends or a best friend. And, you know, emotions start to set in and you may start to say to myself, you know, oneself, like, hey, you know, this is my best friend. And this motherfucker ain't hit me back yet. You know what I mean? Or, or mm-hmm. you know, this is my spouse. And, you know, he or she haven't fucked me in, in two weeks. You know, it, it it's a, it's really, you know, withstanding mm-hmm. that that real discipline, that real mm-hmm. time that sometimes people are going through their own individual shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to let people grow and process like that. But to be genuinely unhappy in a relationship. Yeah, and, to be like, oh, I hate yeah. this bitch. Like, that yeah, type yeah. shit. Like, you know the funny <laughs> thing? Like, I, I, yeah. I've, I've, I've had uncles like that. But to be quite honest, like, if if something was to happen to either one of them outside of their control, it, they would be completely broken up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I have an aunt and uncle that display sheer hate for each other. Bitch, fuck you, nigga. Kiss my <laughs> ass. You know what I mean? But, you know, let something happen to one of them. They got into a car accident or anything. You feel me? Fell down the flight of fucking steps. They're the mm-hmm. first there to the hospital. Like, oh, my God. My fucking wife, or oh my god, my goddamn husband, motherfucking mm-hmm. pissed me off. But is he okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I hate that son of a bitch. But is he gonna live? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah. I guess that that gives me kind of like that sibling type of love. Like, I would be quick to call my siblings a funky bitch and tell them, "Bitch, <laughs> if you are fire off into the water, let somebody say something about my sisters and my little brother." Bitch, right. what did you say? Right. Okay, that's a fact. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Only I can disrespect that motherfucker. Like, there's people that actually exactly. feel like that. Mm-hmm. You don't know say what I'm saying. That's so, <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? like, you like, watch your mouth it's... when you talk about my brother, bitch. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So it's it's really like a, how can I, you know, not to stay face or you know what I mean, like not to mm-hmm. show face, but it's really really hard work being in a relationship in any type mm-hmm. of relationship or any type of capacity of a ship in it, friendship, relationship, situationship, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, it takes work, communication, the motherfuckers got to listen. That's you know? hard too. Yeah. Like you could tell when a motherfucker listen when he do, it's just small gestures mm-hmm. or a motherfucker may regurgitate some shit that you done said a week ago right back to you. And you're like, yeah. ooh. This motherfucker paid attention. You know what I mean? Like you can tell when someone's listening when their actions change. Not oh, it just changes for one day and then by the next day they're back to the same schedule. <laughs> right, right. So it's like I know you can hear me, but are you listening though? Right. Is it going in one ear and out the other, mm-hmm. or are you actually putting it into your brain and putting it to use? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys think that opinions can be wrong? (laughs) That's they are, but at the same time, it's like their opinions are not facts. So it's like that's what you got from it, rather than an actual cold hard fact with evidence. Agreed. Mm -hmm. I think that's where like I agree to disagree comes in when you don't agree with somebody's opinion. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like at the end of the day, that's what they got from that piece of information. And, you know, their perspective. Like, it's like there's no point in arguing with someone once their mind is fixed on something. Mm-hmm. Unless when it's you start a stone using, cold hard fact, something that yeah. you can prove. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 up. And that's when stuff gets lost in translation because you know they use their opinions as facts. So it's like, hey, buddy. Cite your sources, please, um, in MLA <laughs> format, because where's your citations? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're telling me that the sky is chartreuse, but oh, uh, babe, it's blue. I think it's orange. Yeah, I'll be like, um, it's orange, and I can prove it to you. Um, I went on Q and I, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on Q&A today. Well, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are good, too. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to save that for Friday. Sorry. <laughs> no. um, I think everyone's own opinion is a fact to themselves until otherwise proven. You know, okay. so... I like that. Yeah, I believe that everyone should have their opinions, you know, as long as it's not a harmful one. It's good. I agree. Yeah. It's not like opinion, all bitches should die. Like, wait, what? Oh, how do we get here? <laughs> I don't agree with that. Yeah. So, do you think you need a reason to be kind? No. No. No, not at all. I don't I think, think you'd so. be kind just because you because you want to do it. It costs you nothing to be kind. Exactly. You know, I'm glad you asked that question because it reminded me of how like y'all know y'all watch those videos where someone be like, Oh my gosh, I'm about to feed this homeless person. Um yeah. I'm gonna record myself while doing it. It's like why do you need to do that? Just give them whatever it is that you want to give them. You ain't got to record them. You don't have to do this whole shaboing. Like it's the shaboing for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that was never like now. It's like you're giving in an effort to make yourself look good rather than giving just to be a good person. Like if that happened, y'all would be seeing me every day on Instagram. Yo. I just gave this crackhead two dollars. No, I just gave this crackhead two dollars. <laughs> like, like, oh, I just gave my seat up to this old lady, y'all. Her name is Wilma. She's from uh, <laughs> like no, like I hate when people do that. They're like, mm. oh my god, y'all! I just gave this homeless man some food. This is what he looked like. Say hi. I'm like, yeah, that kind of stuff. You? I'm gonna be liking that at all. But I do like watching like those videos on Instagram where people go like the barbers and stuff when they go get like the homeless people haircuts. I like to mm-hmm. watch the before and after because they clean them up and make them look real nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's that one lady that um she drives around like and she gives them snacks and shoes and clothes and whatnot. I think she does mm-hmm. their hair too. That's nice. I like yeah. watching stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on how they're doing it and if they're doing it just for the attention and the publicity or if they're mm-hmm. just doing it to show that there are still nice people out here. 
That's what makes me question that one guy on YouTube, what's his name, uh, Mr. Beast, where he's like, oh, I pay for people to get their eyes fixed or something like that. I'm like, but why? Why are you telling us? Why are you recording the whole thing? Like, Right. If they want to post it or let people know, why don't you just give them the option? Why are you doing it? They probably can't see. Yeah, where is their family? They probably don't have any. It's like, mm, mm. it's giving very much white people going to Africa. Hey, I gave these poor mud hut living Africans some water. <laughs> I'm like, what's the meme with the little black boy that be crying and then the niggas start laughing? That's a wellness Wednesday for y'all. Guys. <laughs> it's like, learn how to give without. You know, recording yourself without you know doing because all that. Because again, it, it shouldn't. It, it should not cost you anything to be kind at all. You should have never mm-hmm. have to uh, sort of clout chase your, your kindness or look for some sort of validation of any mm-hmm. kind. You know, when you start to seek that attention, look at me while I'm doing an act of kindness. Mm-hmm. Is it really genuine? As if I'm the heart. Right. You really want to or, is it for, or is it for the tax write-off? Because let's get into that. Why is there a tax write-off for giving the charity? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see that on my taxes. I see that every year. A tax mm-hmm. write-off to give to charity. You know people be getting that money back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I will too. I did it as, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I did it out of an act of kindness. Mm-hmm. But I would love to be compensated. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be letting this motherfucker one. free, though, right? That's kind of crazy, <laughs> right? The irony in that. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh wow. Not because I'm got to pay taxes, but the churches down the road don't got to pay. And I know they got more money than I do. <laughs> Especially the Roman Catholic Church. Shout out oh. to all the Christians. <sighs> Shout outs to all the Christians. Oh my gosh. They be paying a what's that what's the word? Tithes? Oh, they get that ten percent? Twenty five percent? Fifteen. I think it's fifteen actually. It's fifteen percent? Wow. Uh huh. I can't uh-huh. do that. Because I remember being pressured as a young teenager who was so making like five dollars an hour at McDonald's to give but money you, to Jesus. But my thing is is that <laughs> how how can you how how can you, you know Okay. Some would say that the church, when they pass out the collection plate, they tally up the bread, right? Mm-hmm. And then they literally sit back and they count the members in their organization, congregation. If the money doesn't add up to the bodies that represent their church, who are they to tell them that they're not? Oh, it's literally, it's literally you know in the Bible. It literally is, and they use That's, it to their own benefit. It, that's crazy. And then they'll send it back around talking about, oh, the Lord said we were going to get this amount today. And we are very short. And this and that. I'm like, you're doing wow. service. Y'all niggas they're counting up the dead. money that fast. Exactly. They said they're we short $1,000. It's, that's, that's nuts. Like, I've been to a church where they've had three separate offerings. There was the building offering, three plates being passed around, the uh, love offering. 
three plates mm-hmm. for your casserole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and we need an offering for da da da. And I'm like, why the hell mm-hmm. y'all have three? It's a scam. It, again, an act of kindness should not cost you anything. Exactly. If we here mm-hmm. to have church and talk about the Lord, it should not have to cost me anything. Mm-hmm. I I'm can have church outside with two of my friends in the grass. Yeah, like some woman got kicked out of her church because she couldn't afford to pay her tithes and offerings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not. That's, that's beyond me. Yeah, right. Like that's that's not what a church should be. That's not mm-hmm. well. Again, that's religion, and that's a whole different topic. But again, to stick to the question at hand, you should be able to go to church, and everybody in that church should be kind. The pastors, everybody should be kind. It shouldn't cost them nothing. It shouldn't cost mm-hmm. you nothing. So you do not need a reason to be kind. Just be kind. Exactly. Everybody be kind. Right. And be Love Be kind. Rewind. Brought to you by Blockbuster. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired of Netflix and their bullshit? Come back to Blockbuster. No, I was gonna say be kind and show gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Black, um, Blockbuster was a hit, though. No, for real. <laughs> I think my mom still got a Blockbuster card. For real? Oh, I still got a couple tapes. That's G. Oh, <laughs> I think she still crazy. got her gun on her keychain. That's nice. I used to be in there all the time. Can I get this candy? Can we get this popcorn? I'm like, ooh, can I get that movie? Can I go look at the scary movies? <laughs> <laughs> so... Is it true that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Or do you think we should take people's mental well-being into more consideration? Definitely heavy on that second part. Um, because, yeah, it may not have killed you, but mentally, though, you've died a couple times. Because, like, you hear that all the time when someone's like, oh, I lived in a, a domestic issue for years, and, you know, he tried to kill me, but I survived. I'm a fighter. I'm a survivor. And I'm like, how are you mentally though? Right. She done checked out already. Yeah. I'm like, it didn't kill you, but like, babe, like, how are you doing mentally? You can't even live your life the same no more. You move differently. You're in a different state of mind. Mm-hmm. You're in a mode of, um, fight and protection if you ask me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to learn the origin of that saying because like that has to be like some kind of messed up like that story to that saying because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger what? So you mean to tell me if a shark bites my arm off and I can qualify for the weightlifting competition next month like <laughs> it didn't kill me but like <laughs> now I'm scared to go anywhere near an aquarium like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who came up with this. I don't know where the quote originated from. I don't think it's Confucius, though. You know I, mean? <laughs> I don't think it's Sun Tzu. Um, it but, uh, <laughs> um, but as far as, you know, what doesn't kill you, I think more or less uh, it's perceived about the thoughts that you put into your own mind. You know what I mean? I think negative thoughts will kill you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer of what you what you think about positively and negatively reacts 
to your body crazy. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts and words can manifest good and bad. That's a fact. You can literally put a spell on yourself just by negative thoughts. I have a spell on you. Mm-mm-mm. I just looked it up and I'm disgusted. Of course, it would be a German philosopher that came up with that. German mm. philosopher. Good old Nietzsche. Right. That's Hitler's son. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Have you ever had a near death experience? Quite a few oh, times. What happened? One, I almost got hit by a car. Um, another one, I was almost shot. The bullet really, like, wheezed past my big-ass head. <laughs> like, I heard it like a Nerf gun whistle past my ear. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah that was nuts. Um, and surfing on the train, almost fell off the train. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Surfing on the train? You he think he's subway surfer, yo? No, black Spider Man in the building, yo. Black Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Spider Man had to work on his grip and his web slinging. I'm talking about Save it for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I had a near-death experience when I was driving on the highway. I was going off a ramp in Newcastle. It was an exit to get onto another part of the highway. And when I was turning, I almost ran into the rail because my wheel wouldn't cut back. And all of a sudden, something just pulled the wheel and it just went straight around to where it needed to go. And I got to where I needed to get safely. That shit was crazy. I was literally facing the ramp, the rail. It was right there in my windshield, and it just swoop. I said, Well, look at God. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. And then one of those damn 18 wheelers and big ass tractor trailers almost ran me off the highway before. Yeah, they're really just driving reckless out here. Like, they can't tell everybody in their path. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need for them to relax. Like, <sighs> oh, and then one time when I was little, you know how when you make a sausage, if you don't take the casing off, sometimes when you <laughs> cut it up, that shit is it, still be connected. Mm-hmm. So, I had cut it up into pieces, but these two pieces were still connected. So, I went to eat it and I chewed up the one and I swallowed it but it was still connected to the other one that was in my mouth. So the casing was in my throat and I couldn't breathe and I was just sitting there choking and coughing. Wilding on the glizzies. And I remember my eyes was just, they started burning and it was all these tears spilling my eyes just started pouring out. I could not breathe. My throat was burning. Everything was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was soft, wasn't it? (sighs) 
See, it was hard, you know what I mean? You really gagged on it like that. You know, it was a little firm, but I guess I should have chewed it up a little bit more and got that. You know, if I was a clear that case enough, I'd been good. You know, uh, I bet you it was hard, though. You'd have been all right. You'd have pulled it right back out. Maybe. We'll be right back with these messages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, Sam, have you ever had a, a near-death experience? <laughs> Honestly... I was that kid that always overthinks things. So whenever something didn't feel right to me, you know, it would be like, mm, let's not do that. Or, oh, let's just go about our way. So like, prime example, I'm in middle school in Chicago, visiting my family like we did every summer. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, let's go to this huge festival. Let's go. And I'm like, I don't want to go. They're like, oh, but so going to be there. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to go. They're like, oh, come on. You can just keep us company. And I'm like, fine, fuck it. The entire time, I just had, like, a terrible feeling. I'm, like, on top of me not wanting to go, it's just, like, mm, I don't like this feeling. I don't like this vibe. Chris yeah, my ass gets bad. lost. Yeah, Chris and I ask gets lost in the crowd. So while they're looking for me, they were, like, yeah, there was a shooting there and all that, da 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 And I'm, like, mm. So y'all still wanted me to go. And that I could have died. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's been, like, plenty of times where I'm, like, I don't have a great feeling, so I'm just going to keep it pushing. You know, like, just a couple weeks ago when we were at the movies, you know, we were about to walk to the food court of the mall, and I'm like, mm, we need to do something at the movie theater. I don't have a great feeling about this. Come to find out a couple minutes later, active shooter situation, and I'm like, mm, I guess that Chick-fil-A wasn't worth dying for. Uh, I remember you was telling me about that. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary situation, because you never know what you could have walked into if you didn't trust your gut. Exactly. Um, do you ever experience secondhand embarrassment? <laughs> I'd be like, no, why would you do that? Now you got both of us looking dumb. <laughs> but like, well, you look dumb, but I feel dumb for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm standing right here with you. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, you really said that. You really sat here and said, yup, that's it. That's the ticket. Yup. Yeah, like, I'm not co-signing the fuckery. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right, right? Like, nah. Right. Damn, I'm with you? Oh, man. We came in here together. Right. Damn. It's going to be a tough one. Damn. There'll be those people who feel like, God, you're going to fucking embarrass me, and I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that. I, I know those people. Yeah, that, that's why <laughs> I, I like to try to surround myself with solid individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, that um, if they walk into a room, they command attention, just as much as I command attention. They have a certain light and glow to them. You know, especially if they walk into a room that's full of light anyway. But there are certain rooms that you walk into and it's dark. You know, mm-hmm. light always attracts the darkness, but um, it's it's about those those individuals that you just you hope and pray that you know their character mm-hmm. <laughs> is intact yeah. for real. So and the common sense is sensing because I, as a friend right. or as a partner, should not live in fear of what you're about to say next. Right. <laughs> not really live in fear. Just hope, just, you know, I, I hope your IQ. <laughs> I'm like, please don't say something the fuck stupid. Right, <laughs> right, right. 
So, can a person be true to their self while also bending to the needs of others? Absolutely not, because at some point you're going to lose yourself. Okay. Um, hmm. I think to be yourself, you aren't necessarily bending to the needs of others because you're doing what you need to do for yourself to get where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Tell people you got to live your life for you and not for others. And everybody's expectations, you don't have to meet them. You have to meet your own expectations. It's, it's about what you want at the end of the day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When they close the lid on that casket, the only person that's going to be in there is just you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I always say don't let others' expectations of you hinder you from doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Don't let other people's opinions sway your shit neither. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Don't let other people live your life or run your life for you. Like you're gonna live a miserable life if you let other people dictate your every move. True. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you don't even know what you want or what you like anymore. Exactly. Like, just because, you know, your grandmama and your mama and them, you know, became doctors doesn't mean that you need to. You know, you do what you want to do. You do what works for you. Because at the end of the day, you're the only person that's going to have to live with your decisions that you made, not them. Mm-hmm. Would you rather live your life or would you rather be miserable? Absolutely. When you feel anxious, what place, activity, or person makes you feel better? My man, my man, my man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't know. Because when I get anxious, I bite the fuck out of the inside of my cheek. So, um, I would say one thing that tends to calm me down is like music from my childhood. Like sometimes I'll be over there like humming songs from when I was growing up in church, you know, living my best life, not having to pay bills and shit. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it might be a particular song that me and my best friend love. And I'm like, oh, you know, like it kind of calms me down and things like that, especially because like I'm on 10, 24, 7, 25, 8. <laughs> it helps to have something to cope with. I definitely agree. Music is a big one. I like mm-hmm. meditation also. Mm-hmm. Sit there, get in tune with myself. Try to just focus on my breathing mostly. Oh yeah, especially that too. Mm-hmm. Taking those deep breaths, get some oxygen flowing in your body. Help you calm down, cool off a little bit. You know, I like taking deep breaths with you know a blunt on the other end too. That always helps. A little, a little fire. Yeah, yeah, a little, a little, little herbs dip province, you know. <laughs> Nothing that's a weed can't cure, right? No, so, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go to the gun range. Mm. A little oh, pow pow action. Yeah. But um, something immediate, uh, probably writing. More than likely, writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to get 
my thoughts. Sometimes my thoughts can be um, incoherent. And sometimes I have to write them out to make better use of my thoughts and understand, you know. What's really going on with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of scrabble going on, but it's, um, mm-hmm. once I put everything in its proper place, put all the pieces together, it's a beautiful piece of art. Mm. Comes together very well. Right. <laughs> oh, that is so creative. <laughs> Do you think war is ever ethical? Hell no. Hell no. Hell There's one no. war that was necessary. Hell no. Like, I think it's just ridiculous, honestly. Killing people for what? Because they ain't even the ones who started it. If we're being honest, it's that motherfucker sitting up in the palace pressing buttons. And then the fact that they be out here dropping these bombs on other countries or whatever the case may be. It's innocent people. Families, women, babies, children, grandparents, everybody that had nothing to do with nothing. Dead. Like, I understand why people hate us so much because let's be honest the only reason why we ever went to war is because we wanted something that's the reason why you know we own uh, an entire country that belongs to another group of people <laughs> oh hey here's some smallpox blankets <laughs> enjoy <laughs> like if someone could name me one war that was necessary well no, the Civil War wasn't even necessary. But if someone can name me one war that was necessary, I will gladly, gladly take back my statement. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's ever ethical. Exactly. There's other ways to solve conflict or disagreement, and that should never be the way. Especially when innocent people get involved. Like, I understand, oh, you know, King George got me fucked up, so I'm about to roll up on him. We're about to duke it out like men. Like that, I understand. But for you to bring a whole group of people into it and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, we're going to bomb uh, this local business or whatever. Like, no, it was never that serious. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not on the gray. So. Killing people is never the right way to go. If we're talking about kindness. Yeah, spread the love, spread the peace. Yeah. Exactly. If you got a problem, talk it out. Doesn't cost you nothing to be kind, but it costs you so much more to be unethical and kill off a a race of people or even want to go to war over something that can be resolved. Well, that was the last question on the list. Unless there's anything else anyone would like to say. Live from New York, get set it. No, I'm kidding. I ain't got nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Uh, Wellness Wednesday, uh, I would say, please drink your water. Um, 
eat anything that gives you water. Hydration. Is a must. Indulge in the three M's of life, you know. <laughs> Patent soon pending. <laughs> I like Britta. <laughs> Stay thirsty, you know, I'm gonna... my friends. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for Wellness Wednesday. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Peace and blessings, everyone. And until next time, keep the good vibes.